First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. If you go outside uh, right now, it's the perfect time to get out there. It's 70 degrees right now. It's going to be thunder and lightning. Well, whatever. My point is, it is 70 right now. I know. It's a nice It morning. is beautiful. so beautiful and mild. It would be if you can take time to get out there. I don't know, get a walk in or something. Take a Sit swim. outside. Um, it is the time to do it because it is just gorgeous out. Um, now, what is interesting is it is about, and you're saying this has changed, right? Well, it is. It is about 20 degrees warmer right now than it will be for uh, the high uh, on either Friday or Saturday. Saturday, that's the so change. Shifted it, right? So when we when we talked yesterday, it was going to be Friday was the cooler day. I mean, it is still a cool weekend, but it was the I don't want to say cold either, but it was the fifty degree day we were looking at Friday. Yeah, a low fifties, right? Uh, and you know, and it's gonna, I believe that's going to struggle getting out of uh, out of uh, out of the the forties. Well, see, I don't know because now I'm looking and it says Friday fifty five. Saturday, yeah, I didn't see what you saw this morning. It, it looked like it was Friday, the oh, rainy yeah. day Friday, and, and 52. So it'll be about 18 degrees cooler as for the high on Friday than it is right now. Let's I just wait and, just let's just wait and just, see what Richard says. We we will, yes. Uh, but, you know, the, the weekend looking mid-60s and sunshine and uh, 70 on Monday, Memorial Day and sunshine. I guess I'll I'll take it. Beggars can't be choosers, yeah. and this is Utica, New York, so we are taking it. Um, yeah, yeah. I had said a while back, like a, a while back, my every year my daughter's birthday, we try to do something outside, and her birthday is on the twenty eighth, which is uh, which is Friday, and every year it's hit and miss. Um, and this year it's going to be fifty. So it'll be the uh, again. I'll go back to the conversation. Be the mess, this you know. month, I could not believe when you said the average temperature for the second yeah. half of May is seventy or better, and I said, "There's no way." I just remember so many times I celebrated my birthday, and it was like, "Oh, eh. your birthday's coming up too, right?" It's tomorrow. Actually, it yeah. is tomorrow, the twenty yeah. seventh. Uh, coming up, we'll talk to uh, Rachel Sutherland. Got a message from John Decker yesterday. Um, as soon as that press release came out from the White House that Putin and Biden would be uh, would be meeting. Decker took a uh, took a screenshot of the press release and sent it to me. I'm, it's, it's unbelievable. With John, we're getting yeah inside. Inside, I'm getting I'm getting the releases from John the the or the text <laughs> saying, "Hey, I just uh, we I just met with the vice president. Uh, she's not going to be going to Mexico." Boom! All of a sudden, an AP alert comes across and and it hits. But I'm getting it from I'm getting my alerts from John. It's awesome. That is pretty cool. Uh, and, you know, he's right in the room there. He's getting the stuff uh, firsthand. We'll speak to John Decker tomorrow. Ryan Nobles, another one. We'll speak with Ryan uh, after uh, 8.30 this morning. Uh, da, 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 da. And, and Rachel on the Biden-Putin uh, meeting is coming up. Uh, let's see. We have a statement on, uh, uh, from, the, uh, from, from Yorkville, I believe, right, Andrew? Yeah. So we're going to get to that is. coming up that in, early. in a second. That's the... Uh, that's the story that uh, that occurred over there. Uh, the barbecue guy, we'll full give you. throttle. Was it Mike Hill? Full throttle is the name of the uh, the barbecue joint. You can call those places joints, <laughs> I think. Yeah. And uh, is it Mike Hill? Yes, I think okay. so. Yeah. Um, Michael anyway. Hill, if you want to be formal. Uh, Dr. Ken Hall has been. Uh, all, we're only getting him one time this week, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be today. And there's a lot to talk about. 
in terms of the vaccine. How about antibodies? Very interesting. Um, there's new word out as we go longer in, they're able to tell us more about the antibodies. Mm -hmm. And what they're saying is they continue to protect people. Um, now they're saying up to 10, uh, up to 10 months antibodies stay, stay in a person. So, you you know, that chances are, um, it gives you kind of a safety shield, even if you haven't had the vaccine, if you've had the, if you've so had the he's virus. with us this morning, right? Yep. All right. So if you have a question, send it to us via the app. Here's my question. I'll ask it when he comes on. It lasts for 10 months in most people. Some people, it's I, up to 10 months. I, I believe it's point. 10 months and growing. And uh, we'll see what the what the research says when we uh, when we speak to him. Uh, I just wonder how many people they examine when they look for these antibodies. I'm not saying nobody would have them, but it doesn't mean right. does it mean right. everybody has them. Um, uh, Steve Greenberg from Siena College is on this morning too, in that uh, that latest polling on Cuomo that shows Cuomo's numbers beginning to falter. How not, low can you go? How low? Can not, you? Uh, not that low. Not that low. <laughs> not though, that low. Right. Right. They still love him. Apparently, it's, they still would reelect him if. Uh, if, if there's a Republican in the race, which there will be, of course, but I only say and this it won't be Molinaro. By the way, you see, he's uh, he's announced he is not running. He just came out and said he was running. Uh, uh, that's Astorino. Uh, yeah, oh. Molinaro. Oh, right, who's, right, right. Who's another one we've we've talked to previously in, in his bid? He will not run. Uh, da, da. We'll do the free money question from uh, the Hobica Law Firm. <laughs> did we'll... somebody ask him, or did he come out and announce that? I think he's been. I think it's been anticipated that he might. Oh, okay. And uh, he's saying that he won't. It's uh, then they thought he's going to be running for Congress, and he's now saying he might not even be running for Congress. So, who would want that congressional job? The, yeah, I mean, you gotta you, you you start your day every day um, knowing that you've got to. Fundraise every single day. They Mrs. make phone Jones, calls. Can I have a thousand dollars? Thank that's, you. That's it. And uh, and then you're stuck in a in a gridlock that is that no one gets along. No one agrees. They can't get anything done. It's well, uh, it's the world that is Congress. Some qu- things are getting done. We're spending money like it's uh, going out yeah. of style. Yeah. My question for Steve Greenberg will be: I can't believe there's not a Democrat out there that would take this opportunity to primary the governor. I mean, he's I mean, he's weak against other. I mean, uh, you know, obviously the poll is showing that he would probably still get elected that if he right were to face there, a Republican. That right there is your answer. So if you're a if you're a Democrat, you've got the, the, you know who would the leading Democrat be in New York State? It would be Cuomo. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. I thought you meant. I mean, uh, you could look at uh, Schumer uh, from the federal level. Uh, I get it, but still, Cuomo is pretty darn powerful. Yeah. And. Polling shows that he'd win. Um, I think there's your answer. Everything uh, they look to the polls for every decision that is, is it made. This November, should is I have eggs this morning with bacon? Hmm. <laughs> Let me check the poll. He's huh? not up this November. Bacon is, is down. No, no, no. no. Twenty. Okay. Oh, that's no. plenty of time. Yeah, plenty of time for him see to see how turn this, this invest- all around. Well, and and for an opponent, a potential opponent, to see how the investigation turns out. I mean, if this investigation comes out and it doesn't look good. The, uh, which, uh, how right. could it look good? Yeah. But there's no question there will be other Democrats. I'm just saying, too, you put you, you, you take Cuomo out and you put another Democrat in, that poll's not going to change much, if we're really be, being honest. You're absolutely right. I think you're right. Unless you put de Blasio in. I don't think de Blasio... <laughs> oh, yeah, the, no, no. 
Ooh, boy. But but again, in New York City, um, there's a different feel about de Blasio. So uh, it's all very interesting, uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, da, da, da. Um, there's a, also, I think in the OD today, there's a, there's a, you can type in your zip code mm-hmm. and it will tell you how many uh, people in your zip code have been vaccinated. Oh, no kidding. So you could find out if you live in a, um, you know, and it's kind of interesting in Utica because it would break Utica down. Um, so if you live in a, in West Utica versus people in, you know, North Utica, how many people are, or what percentage of people are vaccinated? Kind of an interesting uh, little ditty there. It is out. interesting. Um, so I'm still confused. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I noticed some places that I've stopped at, primarily like a gas station. I, I went and got gas this morning. They seem to have taken down the signs that say, many of them, you must wear a mask to enter. I did see a sign yesterday that said, if you're not vaccinated, please wear a mask. And maintain social distancing. But, you know, I get confused. I walk in, always with my mask, and I see sometimes the clerks don't even have the mask on. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll see, like, two customers with it and three without it. And I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I went and got gas this morning. I went in to pay, and I just, it looked like the cashier was wearing a mask. And I said, all right, well, I'm just going to put it on, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm just, I feel like the new thing is you just walk around with it as a chin strap. Until someone tells you to put it up, you <laughs> right. haven't gotten rid I of the mask. In hand. You, you got to have it in hand. You've just I, lowered it. I do kind of have that. It's almost like it becomes the new uh, the new article of clothing. I don't know. I I for the most part wear it when I go into a, into a store right now, um, just because there is uh, conflicting information out there. So the according to the uh, uh, I don't know if this is World Health or who makes these recommendations, but. Uh, these are five things, if after you've been vaccinated, you should consider. Number one, they say, you should still wear a mask. You've had two doses, uh, but plenty of people remain unvaccinated and therefore at risk. You should still wear a mask in a, uh, in a heavily uh, crowded place, like supermarkets, uh, public transportation, etc. This is what they're saying. I'm not telling you to do this, but I kind of follow this. You still do some sort of self-isolation. It's because you can still catch and spread the virus after two doses. Um, some people can still catch it. Uh, again, you, you ask the question when they're telling us this, why do we get vaccinated? Well, I guess it really decreases the chances. You should still do social distancing. You should still go to places and keep your windows open. Uh, windows open and being outdoors is better. And you still do the hand sanitizer and wash your hands. That's what they say. I... Um I, I just find it interesting. Um, what was what was the second to last thing that you read on the tip? Uh, opening windows, making sure oh. there's good uh, ventilation, the keeping your distance, the social distancing, and all that stuff. Um, You're right. You it know. is interesting because there's con- conflicting information, and there's still guidance on what but to I, do. But I, I think for me, the vaccine was worth it, just because now I we're kind of moving out of this. Listen, you've got uh, you have plenty, of, plenty of places you can now go to. You can take your mask off. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. at least. Gather with other people, and as you said, you're going into a convenience store, or you're going in somewhere. Um, even the clerks, in some cases, aren't wearing a mask. Let me switch to, and we'll get to it, um, the, uh, the Biden-Putin summit, which is now scheduled to take place in just a couple of weeks. Uh, we got that news yesterday from the White House, and Rachel Sutherland is on now. Rachel, good morning. Hey, good morning. Well, President Biden and President Putin are set to meet 
Geneva on June 16th. And this is going to be right after President Biden finishes up the G7 Summit of Leaders. And uh, this is his first international trip, and he's going to round it out with this meeting with the leader of Russia. Uh, so I, I would assume there's a lot to talk about. And it's, an, it's interesting because the American way, the rest of the world looks at, at and, and faces the, the reality that uh, one minute you have President Trump, the next minute you have completely, uh, almost a direct opposite in, uh, in President Biden. Right. It's a little bit of a, what is a diplomatic whiplash. Yeah. So uh, President Putin uh, will be facing uh, Biden, and, and really the White House says they're going to talk about a lot of stuff. You know, Iran, North Korea, the Arctic, because you know that, that Russia has been um, breaking up the ice up there in the Arctic and trying to get thoroughfares for their uh, travel and um, almost wanting to dominate that area. So that's going to be a topic of discussion. Arms control, uh, climate change, the, the coronavirus. You know, White House Press Secretary Jinsaki was asked about whether, hey, is this some kind of reward for, you know, for Putin? Because, you know, he, we blame Russia for the solar winds hacks, and they've also uh, been building up military forces on the border with Crimea. But she said no. Uh, she said this is how diplomacy works. Okay. Um, and I wonder what the uh, the, the personality uh it, it yeah. did seem that uh, the President Trump really got along with Vladimir Putin. Um, uh, if, if you take what, what Biden says uh, in public, that same relationship won't be there. Absolutely. I mean, Biden called him, what was it, a, uh, a murderer. A, he's, he's really had strong words for Russia, if you think about it. And I'll be watching as well as everybody else to yeah. see you know, how, how does this relationship work out. Yeah, the facial expressions and, uh, you know, yeah. and, and when, you, when you say that body language, I remember when uh, when George Bush, uh, President Bush at the time, uh, met Putin and people were were analyzing the handshake. So uh, President Bush went in for the handshake and then Putin went in for the over the top handshake. Yes, who had the upper right. hand, right. literally, yeah. Who literally had the upper hand. That was kind of interesting. Or whether or not it's a Masonic symbol. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're right. We'll be watching all that on the late night uh, uh, conspiracy shows. Okay, <laughs> interesting stuff, Rachel. Thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, Rachel Sutherland from, uh, from Fox News. That you know, whole the, uh... upper hand, uh, see who has the upper hand. Um, you know, all those phrases come from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then we, then we, of course, there was the Pisani Obama shake of uh, 2000. Uh, yes. Uh, Fourteen. Or Remember the uh, which inspired the which inspired the Disney song. Let it go. <laughs> um, <laughs> that handshake was. Uh, I remember talking to Pisani about that. It went on for a long time. That was a that was a record an, breaker. An intense handshake there. It was, but you know, in not that he needs me to defend or anything, and and I do think it was funny. Uh, watching it is actually pretty funny. But if that's the only chance you're going to get, you might as well take advantage yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're either going to get three and a half seconds for the yeah, shake, yeah. or if you get three and a half minutes because you won't let his hand go, then take full advantage know, of the I, three I, and a half minutes. I know there's someone out there like, well, I wouldn't shake his hand. That's that's Obama. I wouldn't, you know. It's the yeah, president okay. of the United States. Right, seriously. Whether you're an, a pro-Trump person or an anti-Trump person, you get a chance to meet the president, that's a big deal. And the same thing would hold true for Bush and Obama and uh, even Biden. 
Um, I just hope Biden stays awake. I mean, that's my biggest concern. <laughs> Please don't go falling asleep, especially in Russia. Okay, yeah. he ought to have. Uh, there's that uh, that coffee. What's that coffee out of Saratoga? Death Wish. Death Wish coffee, or just have six espressos. <laughs> so that's how I take stay the healer remedy. You know, that would <laughs> be works. funny if he falls asleep in the chair next to Putin or something, and Putin starts drawing a mustache on him or shaves his <laughs> eyebrows. Yeah. That'll be great. How embarrassing that'll be. So I want to ask, going back to what we just talked about a minute ago, which was... By the way, that yeah. was the that was World Health, and that, that, that is the advice given to the, uh, to the UK. That's how they're moving, uh, they are moving forward. How's that? As I said, those are the five things that they still oh, right, say to right. wear a mask and... So know. here's what I don't understand. Can you explain yep. this to me? The Knicks Probably will play the not. Hawks again tonight, okay. game two at MSG. Yeah. Capa- uh, 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 the, the attendance for Sunday's game was like uh, over 15,000, and I guess, I thought it was 21,000, but I guess for basketball it's 19,000 seats uh, that they can fit. So that's like, what, 80%? They have 15,000 fans, 80% capacity. The Mets and Yankees. Outdoors. Outdoors. Last night the Mets had 9,000 fans. The Yankees had 12,000 fans. Yeah, I don't understand. 22 and 25% capacity. Don't understand. I thought May 19th was the date they were lifting the stuff. You can have sections where you can have fully vaccinated people. We're getting more people at indoor sporting events than at outdoor sporting events, like a baseball. Yankee Stadium? Yeah, I know. Sorry, go ahead. uh, They were trying to sell more tickets uh, this week, I think. Um, And uh, I'm assuming it... I don't know. Does it take a while to get people to to buy those tickets? And not Knicks yeah. fans, though. Uh, no, not at all. Richard, if you know anything, let me know on that. Because <laughs> um, I, I would say that um, we're we're nearing this next thirty days. You're going to see a major uh, uh, release of a lot of restrictions. I think you're going to see things begin to go back to some bit of uh, normalcy. <laughs> In the uh, in the next thirty days or so. Uh, also coming out, um, movies, summer movies mm-hmm. are uh, are going to be back in theaters again. Yes, and I, I think you're still going to see some of this stuff uh, stream where you'll you can see it in theaters or you can get it on HBO Max. That might be one of the things that ends up sticking around with the the pandemic. But some of the movies you can look for: uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson in Spiral from the Book. Um, Cruella, uh, the Disney, uh, the Disney flick is coming out. Emma Stone is playing Cruella de Vil. Uh, A Quiet Place Part Two, mm-hmm. filmed right here in upstate New York. John Krasinski uh, returning. I don't believe that was filmed at all in Little Falls this it time. It wasn't. Though. Parts no. of parts of Western New York, but yeah, not. yeah, more out in the uh, the Buffalo region. The Conjuring, Devil Made Me Do It, is, uh, is coming Ooh. out. Well, that's going to be pretty good. Samaritan on June 4th. Sylvester Stallone plays a superhero who's been missing for 20 years. Uh, animated film, Spirit <laughs> Untamed. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone's Just been missing for that. 20 years. Uh, in the Heights, uh, June 11th. Uh, it'll be in theaters and on HBO Max. Uh, crazy Rich Asians director, um, all that. It, it's called In the Heights. Um, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, okay? Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. He's in a couple of movies. The Hitman's uh, Wife's... Hitman's with an apostrophe, Wife's with an apostrophe, Bodyguard. bodyguard. Okay. So if you ever wondered, do you, can you use two apostrophes uh, showing possession? Um, the answer is yes, of course you can. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. 
Ooh. The bodyguard of the wife of the hitman. Now, these are all coming out soon, right? <laughs> these are these are all coming out in June, by the way. So I would assume that they were filmed, or at least they <clears throat> were filmed they probably prior? These are probably movies that were in the works before and have been completed. I uh, it was an interview with, um, I'm not going to remember her name, the one that's in Quiet Place 2, who's married to John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah. They had, to, I think that was one of the first movies to get pulled. Like, they were going to premiere in March of 2020. And I think so. That movie got yeah. pulled yeah. right when the pandemic it started. It was April of last year, but uh, yeah, exactly a year ago. Emily, uh, Emily Blunt is, yes, the, uh, is the wife of John Krasinski. Some others to uh, look for Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, uh, Werewolves Within, Zola. These are all in June. Then in July, The Forever Purge, uh, Summer of Soul. Black Widow is coming out. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Uh, boy. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. There's a movie about G.I. Joe. Okay. Uh, Hotel Transylvania. Uh, Old Jungle Cruise. Uh, these are all in, uh, these, these are all in uh, July. Jungle um, Cruise? Jungle, and Emily is that another Blunt, Disney movie? Emily Blunt is in that, and it's a movie about the jungle, the, based on the Jungle Cruise at Disney. It's a Disney movie. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Based on the Disneyland or Disney World ride. Stillwater, The Green Knight, um, uh, The Suicide Squad, Free Guy, uh, Respect. I mean, Holy there cow. are dozens that and dozens and dozens. Be, I can't wait for that one. That are all coming out. And that that doesn't even get into August yet. So It's the movie event of the summer. It is. You can uh, play them back to back. That's the perfect voice for And that. to get you through the whole summer. Uh, in theaters, and I imagine you'll still have some social distancing, but all that is going on in uh, in theaters. Noah Syndergaard um, is scheduled to come to Syracuse, but that might not happen, uh, at least for now. He uh, pitched an inning and came out with a sore arm. Probably not a good sign uh, after coming off surgery. No, I mean, yeah, definitely not. Here's what I wonder. I assume he's done a lot of throwing in the past few weeks to get ready to even make a start. Did he not? Have, he didn't have soreness then, but now he does because what he was throwing. What uh, Ron Darling was saying last night is this is the problem I have um, uh, with uh, after they come out of, of surgery on the arm is they throw too hard right off the bat. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, and by the way, I want to announce that on that app where you can buy a lottery tickets, I had a uh, I'm a winner. I won nice. six six dollars. Oh, very congratulations! Nice. Feeling very wealthy this morning. Don't Speaking spend it all on one ticket. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to. Try Speaking not of to. lottery tickets, I got a message from Roy uh, yesterday, uh, last night, listening to the show earlier today. Lottery tickets when you get vaccinated at SUNY Poly. I wanted to point out that you only get the twenty dollar ticket if it's your first shot. Uh, and so the second shot our, doesn't right, get it. So our uh. son got his second shot today, and they told him you only get the lottery ticket if it's your first shot. No lottery ticket for the second shot. That is so ridiculous. <laughs> so you have them there okay. in the bin, right? So you're saying if you started this process three weeks ago, right? Or in some cases, it's and you're four getting weeks. your second shot. You don't get to take advantage of the. That is dumb. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry, sir. It's your second it's so shot. Eloquent, you do not though. get a ticket. I, I just uh, so I eloquent mean, about I, that. I, I hope you, I hope you kind of figured out how I feel about it. Because, <laughs> it is dumb. I agree completely. And, and because it, it, there are people that get the first shot and will not get the second shot. So you're, if if your intent is to incentivize, then you're still incentivizing. Uh, you want to talk about that? Three one five seven three six zero one. It's not just dumb. It's stupid. 
And um, <laughs> thank you for the East Utica dialect there. A message here: the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard is the sequel to the action comedy The Hitman's Bodyguard. Ryan Reynolds, Sam Jackson, and Selma Hayek. Okay, that'll be cool. I did not know that. And okay, so we had the story the other day uh, where the owner of the right next to Voss's, the owner of the barbecue place, uh, which is what again? Uh, what's the name of it? Full Throttle Barbecue. Full Throttle Barbecue, which is also playing in theaters. This uh, <laughs> that'll be in July. August. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, there was a parking situation. A woman went to park there, and he said, "You can't park there." And she said, "I'm I'm just running over to Voss's to wait in that very short line." Um, and he said, I, I'm sorry, this is only parking for full throttle barbecue and uh, you can't park here. And she ignored him and just walked over to to Voss's. He then called the towing company and they came and lifted up her vehicle as it was beginning to tow it away. She came and said, don't you know who I am? I'm paraphrasing here. Don't you know who I am? And it turns out that she had connections to officials in Yorkville, uh, according to this uh, business owner. And uh, it became a thing. That person actually came down to uh, the barbecue. There was a bit of a verbal altercation. And at some point, someone said, you see how long you're going to be open. You've stepped on the wrong toes. And I believe it was actually, it wasn't that person, it was that person's brother went down. I believe so. Yeah. Who was on uh, in some way involved in, in Yorkville government. So with all that said, Andrew, we have reached out to the mayor of Yorkville. And what do we know? I got a statement this morning. This is from Mayor Michael Mahoney and the Village of Yorkville Board of Trustees. The Village of Yorkville is grateful for all of our local businesses. They are all critical to our continued success. This would include Full Throttle Barbecue. I am aware of an unfortunate confrontation between the owner of Full Throttle, ba- Full Throttle Barbecue and some residents who are employed by and or associated with the village. As is always the case, there appears to be two different interpretations as to what transpired between the parties during this incident. If any of the parties believe they have a legitimate legal claim against any other party, we would expect them to seek legal counsel and take appropriate action. In the meantime, we encourage everyone to patronize all our local businesses including Full Throttle Barbecue, home of some of the very best barbecue in all of upstate New York. Signed, Mayor Michael Mahoney oh, and nice. the village of Yorkville. And uh, a.k.a. the attorney who wrote it. Uh, <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So here's my thought. I, I don't was... think I would have put in the line that said there are two different stories. Well, I, I got to tell you, if there are two different stories, I think I'd like to, uh, we would all like to know, because if there are two different stories, I haven't heard or seen any of the other side of the story. While we all agree, right, that there are usually two or three sides to a story. Mm -hmm. We have not had anyone eager to come in and say, that's not how it happened. Here's what really happened. I don't doubt that they consulted an attorney, but I don't know if that was from an attorney because there was a couple things, too, that caught my attention. I almost felt like at one point there was not an admission, but an acknowledgement that... um, he said there was an altercation, but but said there were there are, uh, as with everything there are two sides to every story. Uh, other people have a different uh, a different. So did she not say, "Do you know account. who I am"? Or did she say, "Right, what part you, isn't real"? Did she say, right. "Do you know bet, who my right. brother is"? I'll bet you know who my said, boyfriend is. I'll bet it was just like what happened to me at that gas station. I never said, "Don't you know who I am?" I said. <laughs> You know who I am. <laughs> it's a completely. There's a, the interpretation. Completely. Oh, you right. can say the same <laughs> phrase 
And just the, the, the inflection in your voice will change the, uh, the interpretation. You're a thousand percent right. Yeah. Uh, unless, of course, you want to take advantage of that and say, <laughs> oh, no, they said, don't you know who I am? Right. Yeah. Something like that. There's the old, uh, hey, what are you doing? And now, the, hey, what are you doing? There is another development of the very good point. Uh, there was another development um, that I had received. A uh, uh, this is actually uh, shows that there's a a lawsuit, um, and it's a terrible story. It's a very sad story um, against the uh, the fire department and and specifically certain members of the fire department in Yorkville. And uh, the case had been thrown out. They're now appealing the case at the appellate level. Uh, I'm going back and forth with the attorney. Maybe tomorrow we'll have the attorney to come on to talk about that case. But it is a terrible case. Um, the uh, It's alleging that there was a fatality um, in a fire, and it happened because of the back and forth between the politics of... You're familiar with this, Andrew, right? Yes, yes. The back and forth between the po- of the politics over consolidating the fire department. Do you remember back in 2016 when yeah. the county executive Pacini mm-hmm. was looking to consolidate, wanted consolidation. That was something that was being pushed on everybody from the uh, from the governor. And uh, and it and, and it's alleged by the uh, the the attorney in this case. It's alleged that because Yorkville refused to call help, call in help from Utica that People perished in the uh, in, in the in the fire, um, oh and it, they instead instead of calling on Utica, which in in and I'll at some point I'll we'll have the attorney explain this and the way he described it in the the appellate uh, briefing, I guess is what it's called, um, and that is there's no decision on that as of yet, but the way it was explained is that they went to Willowvale instead of. Uh, they called in Willowvale with the with the house fully engulfed, and they were having water problems because the fire hydrant was frozen. So you needed a tanker. They went to Willowvale instead of instead of Utica, which, by the way, what city borders Yorkville? Willowvale is not close to Yorkville. Willowvale's not uh, as close as over Utica. beyond Washington Mills. That's yeah. over in on Oneida Street. Yeah. yeah. So what was the the That's idea, the claim. The idea was they didn't want to ask a bigger department because it shows they should be consolidated a, or they there, shouldn't. There was a between uh, some political battle that involved the Utica Fire Department and the Yorkville oh, volunteer. So, so there was some rub, and they didn't want to ask them for help because of a. I'm not allegedly. saying that. No, no, no. I'm, okay, right. okay. I'm allegedly. Saying, yeah. According to the lawsuit, they're saying that the the Yorkville Fire Department. Did not reach out to nearby Utica, and, and it was not, it's just not logical that you would go to, um, I don't know, I think they mentioned uh, Deansboro and Willowville. I forget what was mentioned in the in the briefing. But, um, uh, well, if it was brief, Deansboro, that's even further I don't than think it's, Willowville. Yeah, I don't think it's Deansboro. But, they, but the two fire departments, companies that they called in, were far further away than, than Utica would have been. So the question would be, if it wasn't this political standoff, mm-hmm. why didn't you call Utica? And that's the uh, so the case was thrown out, and I believe what's going on at the appellate level right now is saying it should not have been thrown out, and the lawsuit should be uh, should be continued. And why not even New York Mills and Whitesboro? I don't understand. Uh, and I think it was a specific uh, truck they needed because they couldn't get water. Okay. Meanwhile, what they're saying in the in the court case is that 
while this is all going on, these two people are trapped. It was a child and a mother oh trapped in, in, in the house. And again, I'm not making any... Yeah, this is, what's this being is what is being alleged as, tragedy to, as to what way. happened. I hope to have the attorney. I hope to have him today, but it, it won't be today. Uh, maybe tomorrow. I had reached out. Is that the one you sent me? I yes. reached out and yeah. I left a voicemail. So. Let's uh, reach out a little harder for, for tomorrow if we could. Uh, but it is, you know, we're coming up on a holiday, holiday week here. Um, keep that in mind. Jeff is in Utica. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, Bill. Um, you know, I, I go through... Uh, Riskini Boulevard in York Road about once a week to to go take care of some stuff for my mother. And I made an observation last night. Um, up until last night when I went through there, you would see the, the, you know, the little lawn signs for Full Throttle Barbecue along Riskini Boulevard. Last night, they weren't there, but was there in the exact same places were the lawn signs for the annual Yorkville Fire Department chicken barbecue and i just thought that was a little odd that the signs would be missing and replaced by something promoting yorkville would you agree well maybe there's been a peace uh, uh a peace offering of some sort but you're talking about like the public right of way down the strip of the roadway not in front of the business right yeah, not in front of the business, yeah, like you know, uh, uh, like further corners, down. you know, where people would put in the little lawn signs for like house. We buy houses and and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so political the signs that's there in town that sells barbecue is the signs are, that were there before are missing, and now the ones promoting the Yorkville Fire Department are there. Interesting. Well, listen, um, we all support uh, the Yorkville Fire Department or any local fire department. Uh, whether it's volunteer oh, or um, yeah, yeah. so I, I would think it's probably just they're having an event. Everybody's well, looking I, at, I, listen, if I want to, if I want people to pay attention to an event that I have, I'm going to put it on that corner right now because everybody's looking at that corner. Oh, that's the place they're talking about. Yes. Um, I'm curious as to what happened to the full throttle barbecue signs. It's inter- it's an interesting observation mm. if that's accurate. I mean, there could be many reasons, but yeah, interesting. Okay. Well, All right, thanks, guys. We uh, I'd like to say that we'll look into it, but I don't know how we'd be able to prove anything about that. But uh, well, the, I wonder yeah, if exactly. the uh, yeah. okay, if Jeff, thank you. The owner put the signs out and thinks you know agrees with Jeff that they were there and now they're missing and something's mm. replaced them. Uh, okay, Andrew, you can uh, reach out on that. All right, today uh, here's what I uh, uh, I believe that we can uh, say. Um, I, I there is a meeting today with the uh, the liquor authority and it, based on what the state I, I who knows what's going to come out of this meeting today but the state in advance of all of this has put out their guidance on reopening and i got to tell you um i think it's quite interesting uh what is and, and you say what can you do are, are you supposed to wear a mask do you not have to wear a mask what's going to happen in restaurants what's going to happen in bars I think what the state put out that uh, came into effect on the 19th really gives uh, shows the hand of what's about to probably officially happen. Um, and we'll get into that. Let me break and we'll come oh, right back. It and sound I'll... like it's a bad thing. Too. No, I think it's a good thing. Oh, okay. I think okay. I think you're going to see some really good things coming today for bars and restaurants. And I think it really came out on the 19th um, because I can't I can't see that the uh, that the so far what we've seen. And see if I say this correctly. So far, the liquor authority has been in harmony with. They've kind of the they they followed the guidance of 
the health department. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the health department is coming out and saying what they're saying here in this document that I'll, I'll, I'll give you, um, I think you're going to see out of the meeting today with the Liquor Authority some good news for bar owners and, and restaurant owners. I'll explain what I mean, and I'll give you some examples coming right up here. 653 WIBX.